Welcome to the Ontario Outdoor Pursuit Podcast. This Ontario-generated podcast is here to talk outdoor living, fishing, and hunting. Give all kinds of geeky tech talks and hunting tips with things that have worked for us. We all have a story to tell, and here's ours. What's going on, everyone? Ontario Outdoor Pursuit back to you guys with another episode of turkey hunting. This week we're going to be doing a little mid-season because we're, we're we're a couple weeks out of the end of turkey hunting for 2020 and some thorough hunters. Um, you guys were able to hear them last week on our episode with turkey strategy with the heathen outdoors and I've got them with me again today and we're going to kind of go over a mid-season breakdown um, on what they're seeing and what some other people are seeing. So guys, welcome back. And uh, how have the first couple weeks been for you? Uh, up and down. Really, yeah, def- definitely up and down. That's for sure. That's a good way to, uh, to put it. Yep. 100%. Uh, we've got two birds knocked over with two sets of misses. So we've had you know, we've, we've had our chances, and we've missed a couple, and we've also uh, we've also put a couple down. Young Blood got his first one he's seen on video, and then I was out with my daughter and for our first episode that we put up on YouTube. I got that one, and I haven't had an opportunity at a bird since. A lot, lots of birds out there making racket, that's for sure, but they're just, I find their decoy shot. Like I said in the last podcast, I think we're a little bit behind the game for starting turkey season. On April twenty fifth. Now, are you uh, like? Do you think? Do you think there's lots changing between? I mean, obviously from, uh, like from the first week of the first day even of turkey hunting to now. Like, obviously, uh, I agree with you completely, Trev, in the sense that we are. um, I'd even put a few weeks behind on the, the turkey hunting as opposed to where the States is at with their season opening. But do you, do you see a lot of change through the first two weeks um, compared to the opening day? Um, I'm not seeing a lot of change. I'm seeing a lot of inconsistency more. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like um, the bird I shot, that's one of the birds that I got pictures of uh, a few days before the season on a scout. He was right in, right in our little food plot. I put decoys in front of him. He come right in. You know what I mean. Yeah. Opening night had a big had a big fella come in, and he was standing there at four yards at full strut, and just dropped out of strut, turned straight away from me, and walked. And I, I took a shoot, uh, walking shot at him with my bow, and I missed him because I'm head hunting, right? So, I mean, he was he, he was standing there at four yards. It was just a fiasco. We'll have to talk about that on another episode, like. It was an absolute fiasco that night. <laughs> <laughs> everything that could everything that could go wrong went wrong, and I'm yeah. pretty sure he's seen his reflection on the back screen of the GoPro because we got a GoPro five and it has the viewing screen right on the back of it. He put his face right down to it, and then he dropped out of a str- out of strut, and he was gone. And what do you do? You yeah. know what I mean, like that was opening night, so but I haven't seen. Well, I guess the one time we did, I haven't seen very much of that intense come into the decoy and waste the jank like what everybody likes to see. Now, uh, just just for everyone else that's listening, whereabouts are you guys uh, hunting? Not given your exact coordinates, but uh, are you guys um, east or west of London? Uh, we're hunting north of London, 
east of London and south of London. Do you guys quite go out so to far. like the Woodstock area or not quite that far? Not quite that far. No. Okay. Okay. So, so we got some properties between London and Woodstock. Yeah. And uh and then up north to the Luke and yeah. And it's amazing to me that things can change that much. I mean, for me, I, I kind of lucked out. Um, I was able to tag out, and with my tag out, both uh, birds, it was actually the same property, um, one with the shotgun, one with my bow, and both showed the exact same type of um, actions and behavior. They both came into the decoys uh, ready to ready to fight for sure. Both came in gobbling heavy, and uh, they definitely came in with a mission. So it's uh, like it would be nice for me to get out next week if I could, you know what I mean, just to see how they were behaving then to see if they would still come in the same way um, because you guys yeah. quite, quite aren't seeing the same thing, right? No, I, I think what I'm seeing anyway, I, I don't know about Trev because he's been out a couple times without me, but their behavior has changed a little bit. I mean, they are still gobbling and they are still active out of the roost. But from from what we've noticed, anyway, um, they're they're hung up. Like from what we've seen, like I had a bird come out this morning right out of the roost. He gobbled one time when he hit the ground, and then came out to the edge of the field, waited for his hand to fly out of the roost, and she essentially did a, a recon mission on our decoys, mm-hmm. which I thought was incredible in itself, and then landed 10 yards from our decoys and then just high-tailed it right to that top and then they were both disappeared gone. Yeah, she was running with her feet. She was flying with her feet down running. Like, she didn't slow down from her flight. She just carried on running, did a big left wheel and she was gone. And he turned and left. Seen her come, he turned around and walked away. And he never wow. made another sound all morning. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, that's, that's a big wow for the, for the second week. Really, the first weekend, like we've been we've been on for a week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean that that's kind of something I would expect to see in the th- the third week, uh, this week coming rather, and kind of the the towards the end of it more than anything. But that that definitely seems very early to have that kind of yeah. behavior going on. Yeah, even the Tom I shot, like he he went three quarter strut and popped up a few times and. And did the walkover, but I mean, he was standing there for, what, 30 seconds, Chris, on video, and he didn't yeah. pick that decoy once. He, he was, he was at timid. It. Yeah, he but he didn't pick timid. it. Like, he didn't, yeah. he didn't attack it. And then and then Chris was on, on the same day at a different property. A little bit of a spoiler here, but we had six turkeys wailing on the decoy, and the decoy was on its back, and then they were all fighting out in the field, and couldn't get another arrow at him nice yeah so guys if i could what what's your play for the next couple days in the next couple weeks uh going into this later season for 2020 uh new properties no decoy yeah right yeah definitely new properties for us for sure we're kind of uh we're kind of giving our spots a little bit of a break we have hunted them quite a bit yeah um and that's what's happening with these birds. I think they're just kind of getting a little bit too familiar with uh, with us and our setup. Um, but yeah, I think just new properties, new ground, just to see maybe if the, the behavior is a little bit different there. Um, being a little bit further away, I'm not sure. I think it's just getting boots on the ground elsewhere. 
how would you guys uh, change up your setup? Like, I know you guys run decoys. Um, if you were to, you know, from the first day you hunt turkeys to right about now, are you going to change up your spread a little bit? And what's that going to consist of? Um, probably might get rid of the lay down hen and might even get rid of the, uh, like I might get rid of all the decoys altogether, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, depending on how they're acting. Okay. Like I got, I got to see it. Like I'll try them. I'll, I'll set them out like I have been. But after this morning, son, sitting there on camera, and that bird just literally looked around a tree at us and stood there. And then it was a dust trail off the back of that hen as she ran to it. And then two more came out 20 minutes later, and same thing, gone. Like, we were sitting underneath a pine tree. Like, I had to cut a hole to shoot through. Like, it was crazy. No way they could have seen us, but I don't know. It was the most incredible thing I think I've ever seen. Like, it was almost like this one Tom was pimping out all these hens. Like, I, I, <laughs> that's exactly what it looked like. Yeah, he definitely had the biggest snoot on the block. Yeah, you do my recon work and then come to me after. That's it, that's wild. It's, it's weird that that's happening so early like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I... Uh, actually, when we walked in, we walked in and he was hammered. Really? Hammered right out of the roost, and then as soon as he hit the ground, like Trev said, there's one gobble, and that was it. Yeah. Like, he's, he's been changing his roost, too. Like, that's the other thing. He, he's inconsistent himself on where he's going every night, so it's hard to go in. You know what I mean? It's, it's tough. You see him here in the field when it's daylight, and then he walks in the bush, and you think, okay, He's back there. Like I'm not. I'm not the kind of guy. I don't go back and roost the bird with, with owl calls and listen to him gobble. Maybe I should for that one. Yeah. If I want to get him on the ground, you know what I mean. But then yeah, it yeah. can be get in tight, hope he lands in front of you, and he might be a shotgun only bird or a regular broadhead and send a 45 yard bomb at him. Who knows? That's crazy. Huh. Well, I, uh, I I wish you guys the best in the next week, two weeks. And uh, three weeks, I guess. Is there three weeks left? Where are we at now? We're at first of May. Well, we're only May yeah. 4th, so we yeah. still, yeah, yeah. still got lots of days. Yeah, a few weeks left. Um, yeah, I hope those taxes, tactics play out for you guys, and uh, I, I, re- I look forward to hearing how that works out. I know you guys will keep me posted, and within the next week, I hope that we can get together and keep our distance or whatever the heck we got to do now, and I could uh, – check out the ropes with you guys in your turkey season all right buddy sounds good well i appreciate you guys being on again and good luck to you and we will be in touch soon all right yeah, thanks, thanks for having us cam yeah. so you guys just heard it right from heathen outdoors it sounds like they are having a heck of a time out in the turkey woods and um as my conversation kind of goes on here with our our next caller um it's very interesting to see and hear rather what differences are going on between, um, you know, different areas We're we're only hunting kind of an hour away from each other, if that, and there, there's so much changing. So next on the line, I have Chad from vital crave and, uh, Chad, why don't you dive in and tell us how your Turkey season's going? It's been fun so far. Uh, me and Bill both have one bird down each. Um, we got a, a miss or two under our belts each for us as well it's been yeah we've been getting on birds and staying on birds it's been fun that way um but yeah it's just getting them to do 
what you want them to do or finish to the decoys or getting them on film or whatever it's been uh yeah it's been fun uh, it's been good that way we've had some cool experiences with like i don't know bill's the bird bill ended up killing we had a coyote come in first and the toms came into the field and then they were uh, i don't know 60 80 yards out and then all of a sudden they took off and flew back up and into the trees right on the field edge right basically right above us like what's going on right now they didn't like there's no way they spotted us from the blind. I asked Bill, I'm like, is there a coyote or something? Like, what's going on? And yeah. then all of a sudden, yep, he looks at the window, he's like, yep, coyote right there. 100 yards away, he's trotting through the field. And, uh, yeah, they ended up, first time we've had him roost again on us and get up in the trees. But, yeah, they calmed down after the coyote left. And then 10 minutes later, flew down and did the whole dance. And, yeah, put on a show and came into the decoys. And Bill smacked his, so. So, uh, without giving your, your GPS coordinates away, whereabouts are you guys hunting in relation to uh, London? Oh, we move a lot. Um, yeah, I, I stick primarily, like, I don't know, like Elsa Craig, Strathroy, Park Hill Way, all the way to, like, St. Mary's. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I do, like, a... I call it my turkey cruise. Like if I'll start somewhere in the morning and then I'll just after, depending on how the morning goes or whatever, if I want to start bouncing around, um, it, especially if like I'm hunting all day um, and I've made the choice to for sure hunt all day. Yeah. That, that drive is, yeah. Quite a widespread for those that don't know. Uh, we, we do have a lot of listeners kind of that's in the North of parts of Ontario. That's like a, that's probably, I don't know. I mean, if you get out to like Elsie Craig and Park Hill, you're like 60 to 75 clicks from London. Oh yeah. The drive takes me two, three hours to go through. Like wow. if, if I'm going out scouting in the morning, yeah. if I leave, like I'll be at the first spot listening for gobbles for like five thirty, quarter to six usually. And then, yeah, I won't be home till 10 o'clock, and that's with a full drive around. And then, yeah, Bill does stuff. He's got some stuff south of town towards the lake, and then a lot of stuff east. And, yeah, so it just depends. If we're hunting together, then, yeah, if we do the whole cruise, it takes some time. But it's nice because we can stay on birds and stuff. So, it's, I mean, I feel it's interesting to see people, like, online and stuff that are, like, struggling with the turkey hunting stuff. And it's more than likely just because we only have like maybe one spot to go to yeah, yeah. or very few. And it's like you start playing with those birds and yeah. stuff doesn't work out. Then those birds get educated quick. And it's just like being able to keep yourself on fresh birds is absolutely huge. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a big struggle for, I mean, Southwestern Ontario for sure. Um, yeah. What have you seen kind of, have you seen much change between, where we sit right now, um, like May the 3rd, as opposed to April 25th on opening morning, have you seen much change in behavior for the birds? Like you, you're on a quite array of property, but, you know, have you revisited the same properties and kind of seen different behavior from birds? Yeah, birds have been skittish, to say the least. Um, yeah, the spot I was hunting this morning, the hens were, uh, yeah, definitely, they, they didn't take much movement and they're like, they're not particularly fond of the blind and stuff. Um, so it, it was interesting that way. Um, but yeah, it's hard to say like whether the birds are being skittish 
because of the hunting pressure or they're just maybe not dominant birds it's just like yeah it's hard to say but it's yeah that's the part of the chess game too it's fun it's like you i don't know my biggest struggle this morning was whether i'm going to run the jake decoy or not i'm like i i've only had pictures of the one tom in there so i'm like do i try and intimidate him and try and get him to beat the decoy up or do i just run it like he can just come into his hands so how do you change your uh, your spread from opening day to as we start progressing towards the last couple weeks of the season? Uh, I'll sometimes drop decoys. So usually, like my I have the the Dave Smith flock, so I've got like their um, three quarter strut Jake a lay down hen, like a breeder, and then their feeder hen and upright hen. Yeah. Um, so usually, like when I'm starting in the morning, like opening weekish kind of thing maybe two weeks in I'll have all four of them and then uh, once I go like after the morning sit and then usually I'm not running with the bow anymore I'll probably be having the shotgun I might run I usually just carry the single upright hen like the lookout hen um, and that's the only decoy I'll run um, or I'll just not use a decoy period um, and then as the season gets later on Sometimes, depending on if I've messed with a bird before, I'll either swap out the Jake decoy for a strutter. Um, I've got a strutter I've added real wings to, real beard, and real fan and everything, and I painted his head white, so um, he looks pretty good. And then, uh, so I'll swap out for that, try and, if it's like a big tom that I know I've messed with and he didn't really like, he wasn't too intimidated by the Jake, I'll usually swap that out, or I'll probably drop some decoys later on and just do like a the jake with the feeder hen just singles because after they yeah. disperse and they're not in big flocks anymore yeah how soon can we see in stores your your new decoys and what are you going to name them <laughs> oh like the, the strutter i made <laughs> yeah i love it i love that you went that much into detail with it that's that's freaking awesome like i put a real fan on the back but like the whole real real beard and everything like that's that's wicked well, I, I, I originally, like, I don't know, like, I like, I really like turkey hunting. I've been turkey hunting, like, I don't know, I started with my dad when I was smaller, but I really, like, once I got my license in high school and stuff, I just, I was hunting turkeys, like, before school and everything by myself, and I, I've always just, I've loved turkey hunting for a long time, but that was back before, like, they had strutter decoys or I had any money to buy one, so I yeah. made my own, and then uh, this one is an actual it's an old Cabela's strutter, but it yeah, it looks pretty good. But it it definitely needed some upgrades. I was uh, I was in that same boat this year. I I had actually got this. Um, it's a I looked it up on Bass Pro because I had a couple questions on one of my posts on Facebook there, and someone was asking if it was a an avian uh, strutter Jake that I had. And I said, uh, I think it is like, it's been a while. I think it's five or six years old at this point, but I couldn't remember. So I had to go do some research and this year was the first year, uh, I I actually had to touch it up with some paint and it came with a, a fake fan, which I do sometimes use just for the positioning. Like it's not a full strut bird, uh, which I find it to be very effective actually. Um, But yeah, no, it's a, it's a redhead decoy, but it's it's funny, yeah. Like this thing has lasted that long, and I'm gonna keep going with it and just see how how many more years I can push out of it because it works. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you, normally I let my dad take it and he runs it most times. But yeah, it's it. Uh, I just I like my Dave Smith, so I just 
tend to not run it. Um, you guys are pretty big into capturing the content. So how, uh, cause it's definitely something that I haven't really done. Um, I mean, I've done the self filming and it's, it's very hard, but when you guys are really chasing it, um, and you know, you've, you said you've been turkey hunting quite a while. And I think right when I first started getting into archery, when I went to the archer's neck years ago, um, I had definitely looked up to you and Dean for your guys' stories and what you guys did. Um, what is what tips could you give to someone that is just getting into the filming side of things? Because we were just talking prior to when we started recording here, but there's a lot that goes into it. It's not as simple as just pressing the record button and going, right? Uh, it can be. Like you don't have to have it. Like you don't have to have all the like all the fancy tools and stuff like you can just use your cell phone there's all kinds of different mounts like even just like a second angle gopro or something on your like on your bow is fun like it doesn't have to be uber serious like mm-hmm. now i'm like i don't know like i like gear and stuff so I'm just like trying to fine-tune the setup that works for all our stuff in the blind that gives us more room so like i run a monopod instead of um, so the tripod and then last year I ran I made a thing so I could run my camera arm on top of the monopod fourth arrow makes one that like connects into the side of a blind I kind of like made my own fit my camera arm from them um, but yeah I mean like yeah I don't know like it's, you can take it as serious as you want like there's all kinds of cool stuff out there which yeah. makes it a lot easier but yeah you don't have to I don't know. It's just, we see a lot of like now, like, I don't know. You can go two ways. You can capture like how you do it, which is kind of like how I like to go about it now, like teach people how I hunt and like how I go about turkey hunting. Cause it's like, I don't know. It changes through the day. Like people know like, Oh, I go somewhere early in the morning and whatever. And like, that's how I used yeah. to only do it. I'd be home by nine o'clock. Yeah. Home in bed, taking a nap, but I didn't really kill birds then. That's right. Yeah. It was. It was only until I, I like made myself and was like, "You've already gotten up early, You've done all this scouting. Why don't you just keep hunting?" And then it was, yeah, from like you know that ten thirty to two o'clock period, and it's just like everything started connecting, and yeah, you start killing birds, and it's like, "Oh yeah, this is a lot more fun now." No, I could. I I definitely can respect that and relate to that. Um, I guess lastly, how, uh, how are you going to change up your game for going into the last couple of weeks? Like what's going to be your biggest, uh, biggest strategy play? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to depend on the bird and when we find him during that day or what the scenario is. It changes depending on the property for me too. Like, I don't know. I like, I drive around with the whole bag of tricks in the car. So it, yeah, it just depends what we get into at a certain point like if you find a bird that's in a position to reap them and everything works out that way i got no qualms about that i truly enjoy it it's a lot of fun having them like yeah i've had a few like a um, couple guys behind me where they've shot them at like two or three yards yeah. where like you're like yeah. you're almost going to be assaulted <laughs> yeah um, or just like they have no idea how close that bird is to you and like they don't think it's really going to work and then all of a sudden you tell them like hey, you should start leaning out now and try and get a shot at this thing. And they lean out and all yours, whoa, because the bird's at like 10, 15 yards away and they thought they were going to be taking a shot at like 40, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
little bit, yeah, it's kind of a play it by ear thing. And yeah, there's lots of tools. And I like to keep them all at hand and just assess the situation as they pop up. I like that. I like the uh, the versatility. You can pretty much go anywhere and get the job done as need be. Yeah, like it just I don't know. Like I I hate pigeonholing myself some like into something and only being able like to do it one way. I think that's something that also comes with a little bit of uh, experience and age. And one thing that I was kind of stuck on for a little while was okay, like I'm I'm just getting into archery and everything's going to be archery. There's going to be no more guns and you know what I mean? And then there's those days where you just head downstairs, pick all your gear up and you're just like, man, I really want to go into the safe and grab the scatter stick and head out with that. And over the the past two years, that that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going with that. I'm going with whatever I want to do. And there's, there's nothing I need to prove or whatever. Right. And I, I could definitely stress that to people and I hope everyone can eventually adapt that same sort of mindset. Yeah. Like you just got to remember it's your hunt. It's nobody else. That's right. Yep. Every way you want to do it, as long as it's legal, go ahead, have yeah. fun. Uh, yeah. Don't uh, don't feel bad about it. I mean, I, although I will say maybe one thing that people might not carry with them or don't really think to um, that like sometimes has played a huge role um, is a gobble call, shaker call. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've had it. Like my opening day birds, they were they came out in the field and they were going to head past me. And I let them get to the point where um, they're either going to be getting, they're either going to commit to you or they're going to start getting farther away. Mm-hmm. And I knew that other bird was coming from across the other field. So I'm like, well, I got nothing to lose at this point. They're headed away from me and they're not going to do the dance. So yeah, I threw the gobble at them and just yeah, a couple like quick cuts and stuff on a mouth call and then hit them with that shaker call real quick. Yeah. One or two gobbles and then they just, oh yeah, you just watch their head turn color and they just <laughs> flush straight white and then they turn and start coming right at me. It's like, well, I'm really glad I have that. <laughs> I love it. That is, I'm, I'm at fault for that. I, I don't carry one at all. I, it's generally at home just simply for the fact I've never, I've either only gotten one tag or I've gotten two tags and that's kind of been it. I've been lucky and I've never had to use it, but it's, it's definitely, I'm going to be taking you up on that little trick and throwing that in my pack for sure. Yeah. It's fun. And it's just like, especially when you get in them scenarios where like you're calling at that bird and you can see him and it's just like, well, I've pretty well thrown the kitchen sink at him, but like might as well try something else. Like you got, you really have nothing to lose at that point. Um, Unless, like, you can slow play him and whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's, if he's headed away from you, it doesn't hurt anything. Well, I appreciate uh, the time, Chad. Um, you can check these guys out, Vital Crave, on Instagram, Facebook. They have a lot of wicked content, and I'm sure by the sounds of it, they're going to have a lot more as soon as uh, turkey season's wrapped up. So, Chad, best of luck in the next couple weeks, and uh, me and you will certainly be in touch. Um, and, uh yeah, hopefully you guys can seal the deal on the rest of your tags. Sounds good. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the call. No problem. Thanks, right. Jeff. Uh, have a good one. Bye. Well, I certainly wish that I'm going to be getting back out in the woods, and I'm thinking I'm going to have to with my blind and the camera, and I'm going to have to start capturing some more footage because there is so much going on with the the change in attitude. And behavior of birds. Um, I was fortunate enough to tag out during the second week here. Um, 
and more will come on that because I'm not going to spill all the beans. But I'm excited to hear all these guys and their stories. Chad's got a lot of time behind the stick and string out in the woods, and uh, he he's definitely someone I've looked up to and asked many, many questions on how to do this, how to do that. So if any of you guys are looking to gather some more information, you can check out Heathen Outdoors on Instagram or Facebook, as well as Vital Crave, Instagram or Facebook, and you can send any one of those four guys um, a message and they would be more than happy to help you out until then we will see you guys next week and hopefully we have some more awesome turkey stories for you guys to listen to if you're interested in sharing your turkey story please dm me on instagram or facebook ontario outdoor pursuit and i'll be happy to get back to you and hear about your turkey story and share it with the rest of ontario cheers everyone and we'll see you guys soon Oh,